0: KJ and BB. Button. Not the cough, cough, button. How you doing, Button? Sick. Nar. Nar. I had no idea until right now as we're filming He's this been podcast. He's very aware. Um, guess who's back. Guess who's guess back. Guess who's back. Guess who's, guess who's back, back in, in the house. Heels click, click clacking in the about. The Fine, fresh, feminine, feminine style to 11 in. What are the words? Body like, wow.
1: <laughs> um, I am back from Saudi Arabia, back in good old, well, not good old Nashville, Tennessee. There's been some drama going on here, honey. Girl, Tennessee's what did I, I miss?
0: Y'all, we have to do a whole freaking episode talking about what Tennessee's got going on. Ain't it wild that here we are, we moved to Nashville, Tennessee. We're, here we are covering Drag Race and what's being ta- attacked in Tennessee, but drag. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Actually, I can I can. I really can. And the sad thing is, it's it's just going to keep... Uh, I don't see them doing anything about it. And I... I Who is them? Um, the legislators. Uh, the lawmakers of Tennessee seem to really be taking 17 <sighs> steps backwards. Uh, For those
1: of you that don't know, um, actually, Kevin, do you want to explain really
0: quick what's going on in Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're... Um, was just a bill passed. The governor literally signed it. It was it was approved by lots of people, actually. A lot of people gave this the go-ahead. But essentially what this bill is is an anti-drag bill that's been very loosely worded. And why loosely wording is important is because... Lucy LaDuca. Is because Lucy LaDuca is behind it all. Um, so essentially what this drag bill states is that um, there was, will be no public drag performance um, in front of minors um, or in public at all um, and what this but it doesn't say no drag performances what it says is there will be no male or female impersonation performances happening in front of minors in public um, why this is troubling is not only because is it trying to stop drag artists from performing in broad daylight it's trying to hide us it's trying to Push drag performers into clubs where they're hidden, um, and it's putting drag performers in the same category as you would um, a stripper, a go-go dancer. A pol- uh, uh, it's in that same. They're trying to move that into the same category. Um, why this is harmful is because the language is loosely worded, and this loosely worded language will pr- not probably will be used against trans people in our community. So. This bill is stating whether a man wearing female clothing, a female wearing men's clothing. First of all, clothing doesn't belong to any gender, just so y'all at home know. We're all in agreement. <laughs> but um, the the worry we have is this bill will be used to target trans individuals in our community. And that is not okay. Um, and also in terms of it's limiting to our drag performers as well. It This will inhibit uh pride performances, drag story hours, drag brunches um where drag performers make their livelihoods. So it's being happening under the guise of Tennessee is trying to protect the youth. Um and at the end of the day, there are a lot of ways you could protect our youth in terms of lawmaking and legislature. Um I don't think this is one of them. This is not one of them.
1: Yeah, so that's going. What's going on in Tennessee? Thank you for the story hour, Kevin. I'm joking, Kevin. Kevin hates when I tell him he talks forever, um, but yeah, that is what has been happening.
0: Yeah, so some things you can do. Um, there's a lot of uh, videos on TikTok, <laughs> on YouTube, Instagram. Look this up. You can type in Tennessee Drag Ban, uh, House Bill 9, Tennessee. Search it. Do some research. Learn a little bit about it. Uh, I am not the expert at all. Um, But look into it. See what you can do. See how you can help. And um, we got work to do to make some progress in this country. And we plan on doing it.
1: Period. Inform the people. Well, that is the beginning to this Drag Race podcast episode. Yes. 10. 10. Episode 10 of Drag Race. Like I said, I have been in Saudi Arabia for the last month, so I've had no idea of what's been going on here. Um, and that will be its own episodes yes. of my time in Saudi Arabia. But coming, coming this week, part one. Coming this week, part one. But <laughs> let's get into Drag Race. So Kevin and I finally got to watch it together. Um, also, before we get into this, I am sick. So I probably will be coughing and sniffling during this. So please bear with us as we get through this podcast episode. You better You'll, not
0: cough and sniffle onto me. <laughs> You'll probably be hearing... Or fake or her. Fake Coughing. Faking. <clears throat> She's faking, your honor.
1: But yeah. Okay. Drag Race episode 10. I'm <laughs> laughing because this episode was actually kind of funny.
0: This episode, honestly, you know, when we talk about the grand scheme of Drag Race from for years to come the legacy of season 15 there this episode had the most special moment that is means a lot to me and it's something me and brandon are going to hold on forever and ever brandon do you want to talk about that special moment on this 200th episode no this was the 201st episode sorry scratch that i don't know what special but, moment you're talking about you don't know the special moment i'm talking about but i don't think it was special i thought it was funny yeah, but I don't look at it. We've already uh, literally been doing it in our everyday. Right,
1: but I'm not going to look at that moment and go, oh. Kevin seeks the passion in literally anything. And I'm just like, blah. I just seek to be entertained. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so the episode starts out with, um, <laughs> Kevin just did what we're talking about. And, and he we'll laughed. Get, we'll get to it. Um, That's how the episode starts. The episode starts out with all of the queens coming back into the workroom and obviously discussing what happened from the elimination and the judging. Yes. Um, spice has just gone home. Spice has gone home. Lucy LaDuca is once again spiraling. You know, she's just <laughs> like, they loved, you know, delusion. She's like, they loved this and that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, th- but it's so Marsha, Marsha starts talk. So like Kevin and I, oh, well, <laughs> go
0: ahead. No, you go ahead. No, please. No, I, I have nothing to say. You have a lot. I to literally say. have nothing to say. Go ahead, please. don't no, please go. The floor is yours. No, no, no. I, I, the floor is yours. <laughs> Ew.
1: Kevin and I were di- dissecting how produced and not produced this specific scene was at the mm-hmm. same time. Produced in the sense of Sasha Colby randomly asks Marsha times three. Marsha, how are you feeling after the judging? This seems like a completely random question for mm-hmm. Sasha to be asking Marsha of all people. So, this is a produced. This is a very clearly yes. produced.
0: And wh- and whether this bit what like whether every time every single girl has to go. Lux, how do you feel about this? this week's placement. We have no idea. And they just take what they want to use. But Sasha wasn't casually just like, Marsha, what's up? So, uh, Marsha. Exactly. So So
1: this was a produced thing that we were just having to be shown. Well, like Kevin said, I'm sure there was a lot of, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? (laughs) We were shown the Marsha one. Well, as Marsha starts talking, Lucy is like I've had it in her confessional. She's like, I'm tired of people being like, I feel like I could have done better and everyone, like no one attacks them, but everyone attacks me. <laughs> so Lucy Laduca taps <laughs> Miss Mistress Labelle. What's her name? Mistress LaBelle. <laughs> Mistress Isabel Brooks. Brooks. And it's like, she starts pointing at her. She's like, You do it. Cause you know, I do that part better. You do the L- L- Lucy Laduca. No. She, she like motions for her to be like, girl, get get her girl. You see? You see? And Mistress looks at her and, like, blows her a kiss. She goes, <laughs> it is the most <laughs> condescending
0: thing ever. Mistress Isabel Brooks deserves all the flowers. That was the funniest thing that's happened this whole it's season. It's so
1: small. It's so small. i so glad they but it's it. But so... I'm literally that is the not produced part of what we were talking about in this scene because there's no... There's, production's not like, ooh, Mistress, get into a fight with Lucy and like be condescending to her. <laughs> no, this is very clearly Mistress's personality. Am I too loud? No, no, keep talking. This is very clearly Mistress's personality <laughs> and they just happen to catch this little moment on camera of Mistress going... <laughs> And it's so funny that even Lucy starts laughing because Lucy is like, "You bitch! Like, what are you doing? Like, cut it out!" But Mistress is giving you camp. She's giving yeah. you high drama. She's giving you that bitch. She's because giving you condescending. It's so funny
0: because Marcia's essentially saying the thing that Lucy has been was reamed out on. Of like, I, I thought this look should have got me in the top. I thought this look should have got me in the top.
1: What's even funnier about this scene is that the produced part of asking, of (laughs) showing Sasha asking Marsha what she thought completely goes out the window because then no one really cares about what Marsha was talking about after the fact.
0: And it's just, it's also the fact that like, Mistress could have also like, literally not have been paying attention to what was going on. And Lucy's like, pointing like, look, listen, listen to this. And Mistress, her first reaction is, (laughs) (laughs) love you girl.
1: <laughs> like, ah, I love my fans.
0: <laughs> um, Mistress
1: Isabel Brooks. We can't we need to meet. If you. you listen to this or if you watch this clip on TikTok, I love you. You're my we favorite you. dra you're in my top three
0: of all time drag queens. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait wait, 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 wait. Not just saying she's in your top three and you're like, What's her name? You're in my top three you turn this on? Don't turn <laughs> that on. Right. Okay. So. Wait, can I do a quick side note? Yes. So every time we start the podcast, we do a sound check and Brandon goes testing, testing, testing. Testing, testing. I hate testing. doing the sound check. It's so stupid What's And the then point? we start the episode and he's like, "I love Mrs. Isabel."
1: <laughs> oh my god, Kevin, that was so funny. That was like crazy how funny that was. All right, moving on.
0: So, we <laughs> Something, that Kevin, something d- that Kevin and oh, I are okay. working on.
1: Oh, side note number two. Okay,
0: no, 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 no. please make the side note. Um,
1: something that Lucy LaDuca and I are working on is matching my bitch with bitch. Uh-huh, like, because he's, uh-huh. Kevin loves being like, you're such a bitch. You're so this. And I'm like, just be a bitch back. Like, uh-huh. give it back to me. Why are the Lucy LaDucas afraid to give it back to the mistresses?
0: Um, Well, okay. Mistress. Next time we do a sound check, I need you to be professional.
1: <laughs> and I just did the blow kiss to <laughs> and he lost it. See, I am that girl. Anyways. Oh God, she's so
0: funny, your honor. Um, let's talk about this week's episode. Let's talk about this week's episode. So they come back into the workroom. What? What's the first? So they're... What did we start? Oh, we go right into... The main challenge. The main challenge. So this week we are doing a 50-50 interview moment. Um, What's, what's 50-50? It... Oh. Was it called Fifty Fifty? 50 It used to be this, like,
1: interview series on television that it was exactly in the same format that they did. Where, like, it would be interviewers standing, like, I got to talk with
0: Brad Pitt today. Okay. About, and then
1: they would, like, sh- it would, like, cut to him in, like, a house. As if, like, that's Brad Pitt's house. And they're okay. like, Brad, you know what I mean? We'll have to look it up on YouTube. Okay.
0: Um, well, it, it felt very, what I, my reference point was, like, Entertainment Tonight, it seemed very that
1: kind of work it's very 60 minutes also Uh in its own way
0: so we have three teams team number one is Marsha and sasha colby team number two is uh we have who's on team number two we have mistress lux and selena and then on our other team we have lucy malaysia and anitra whose team would you want to be on and we're back sorry everyone i had to take a phone call yes he did (laughs) oh now getting back into the episode (laughs)
1: Um I want to know what the basis was for picking the teams.
0: It's just production.
1: But like why? Why I want to know why were they I know. So they're doing this interview series and the three people that they will be interviewing are like Z-list celebrities. Um oh. Frankie Grande, Love Connie, Love Connie, and Charo and Charo. Um okay. for the viewer who doesn't know who Love Connie is. They, like, have appeared on Drag Race multiple times throughout the years mm-hmm. um, as, like a, per, like, a drag personality. Mm-hmm. But the, the guy f- playing Love, Connie, or mm-hmm. the person playing Love, Connie, was also in Legally Blonde.
0: I was about to say that. He was, was the, the hairdresser. The bend and snap. Isn't that so funny? And he's like, works every time! We did not know. We yeah. also
1: discovered that watching the episode. So
0: work. Work. Um, and it, for <laughs> those who don't know, Frankie Grande... He is Ariana Grande's brother who was on Big Brother. Um, and Charo is Charo. Charo is Charo. Coochie Coochie or Coochie Coo. What does he say? Uh-huh. I'm going to let you handle that one. All right. So. Kevin <laughs> does to, to my, be canceled. All right, so You he won't say it. You can now. I want you to. You have literally been dodging my question. Okay.
1: So the team that I would be on. You
0: get to pick two girls to be on your team. Who are you picking? I'm
1: picking Mistress and. i would pick mistress and lucy
0: actually okay okay um why
1: (coughs) because as much as i don't like lucy leduca Mm -hmm. she does have personality like Mm -hmm. she is quirky Mm -hmm. she is like really camp Mm -hmm. she just is unlikable as a person and guess what here's the here's the tea I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that you will meet that know me that will be like, Brandon is so unlikable as a person. So my opinion really doesn't fucking matter on who Lucy LaDuca is.
0: Don't curse. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding. That's um, so I, who I would pick for you on a team? I, w- I didn't ask. Okay. I'm just kidding. Who would you pick for me? I wouldn't pick Lucy because I would want you to pick. I think you should be the person doing the chair interview. And you would probably it would be a whole fight between you and Lucy trying to get that chair. So-
1: I would do good at whatever interview that I would be in. Trust
0: and believe. But I think he, I think you personally could have brought something extra. To who the are chair the people interview. you want on my team? On your team, I would say I would put you with Mistress and Lux. Okay, work. I would still pick Mistress and Lucy. Period. So
1: who would you pick on your team?
0: Ooh, who's on my team? I think I would also pick Mistress and. I think I would pick Sasha Colby.
1: Fierce. Yeah. Okay, so these teams are now going to. They have to come up with like who is going to be interviewing mm-hmm. in like whatever segment. So they have like a couch segment where they're like inside of a living room. Very
0: is sixty minutes.
1: Um, they have a kitchen segment where they'll be doing like a cooking demo, mm-hmm. but also while interviewing the person. Uh-huh. And then they have. like parking lot like behind the scenes segment Uh where they're like in the parking lot of the lot of the um studio and you know it's very like behind the scenes Mm -hmm. ooh we're catching you going to your trailer Mm -hmm. let's do an interview whatever which one would you want
0: you could do it would
1: not matter because i would excel in all of them i agree okay perfect (laughs) moving on which one would you take i'd want the couch work i'm going to do good in whatever i do because if my name is on it it's not going to be bad period all right and who would you want to interview
0: the most out of those three celebrities the most i know who you should pick. it wouldn't
1: matter because i would do good at anything hmm. work i because and that's that that answer is different from my other answers of <sighs> i'm going to do good at anything i'm going to do good whatever i put in. More specifically, when talking to people, I am a good um, reader of character and just mm-hmm. a reader of people in general. So what we'll get into, Kevin keeps asking these random questions. We can't even get to the episode. Oops. But what we'll get into um, is the girls struggled a lot with being able to read where the person they were interviewing was going or what they would mm-hmm. be talking about. Yes, I am good at being able to kind of maintain and control a conversation, no matter uh, what the theme uh, is. Interesting. We are seeing it right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was just about to say that. I know, I took the words um. out of your mouth
1: because I am a good read of character. <gasps>
0: wow, no, you are disillusional because I'm a very nice person. <laughs> no. You're not. Um. Work. Okay, so first up, we had the Love Connie group. Who would you want to interview, Kevin? I would probably say I'd want to, probably just wouldn't want to interview Love Connie because... Love Connie actually was really funny in the way of like, she was also acting on a RuPaul acting challenge. And I think under the right circumstances, you can make that elevated, which some of the girls did, but under the wrong circumstances, she's going to outshine you in this, in this moment.
1: So let's now get into (laughs) what we're talking about. So
0: first was Love Connie, Love Connie's group. We had Lux, Selena, and, uh, (laughs) mistress
1: Lux, Selena, and mistress, yes we will cover, so like we said couch, kitchen, outside Mm -hmm. let's talk about the couch first who was, which was Selena, Selena as titties now mind you the episode also began with Selena being like this is my time to shine I want to prove to everyone that I'm going to be a fierce competitor, I was like Selena's in the bottom bottom." I was like, she's in the bottom (laughs) Um, Selena
0: struggled. Yeah. I, and I, she, what Selena has to, why she struggled is because she was too concerned with the rule book. She was too concerned with like what was on the paper before they got in the room. But when she got in the room, Love Connie is all over the place being really funny and entertaining. And Selena was trying to stick to a boring script that she had worked on for an interview. And I think she would have benefited from just, like, improving with Connie in the moment.
1: I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, though, is improv in general. Yeah. And when I say improv, I don't want you, the viewer, to think improv is in, like, acting or, like, whatever. Improv, any you improv in your normal day-to-day life. Yeah. You improv when you go to a Starbucks mm-hmm. and the barista asks you a random question and you click on the spot, think of an answer to it that you weren't prepared for because you probably weren't prepared to have a conversation with the barista at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. That is improv. Like
0: when you're going through your chest workout and the, all the benches are taken and you're like, what am I going to do? You improv and you go and you do shoulders or you leave the gym.
1: Fascinating. Um, yeah. So as it pertains to like interacting with people, you probably improv a lot on your day-to-day life.
0: Fascinating.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: Kevin just did the kiss thing again. No, I didn't. Anyways, um, So with that being said, it's just clear that a lot of these girls don't have good banter. Period. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I agree. And so Selena, you know, was caught off guard by Love Connie's very big personality and mm-hmm. very, you know... Easiness to just spit out rapid fire answers to things that Selena just was not prepared for because she was clearly sticking to like a prompt Mm -hmm. or a script when this entire challenge clearly was and could also have just been a big trick on the girls as far as like here are prompts that we the producers are giving you and like questions and guidelines that we want you guys to follow or like look Mm -hmm. to. Um, But in actuality, we're going to clearly tell (laughs) the interviewees to be crazy and off the Uh wall because every single person that they interviewed was like in this weird way in this weird but like obvious enough way. Mm -hmm. If you've been around celebrities, if you've been on TV, if you've been in any type of performing venue, they were acting in a way that was clearly told by a pro- by producers or whatever. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: Yes. And I think, to the point of what you're saying, I think someone who did it really well in this group um, was Lux. I think, Lu- so Lux was interviewed with on. Connie. And she realized that Connie was kind of just going off the walls, doing whatever. And Lux just continued to serve Lux, gave comedy, but kind of wasn't like... But let's go back to that time in 1993. She just started rolling with the punches. And I thought she did a really good job. Enough of the girls...
1: Kevin loves to jump ahead. (laughs) Enough of the girls were doing bad that as someone, as people who Mm -hmm. literally study freaking reality television, it was clear that they were doing bad because of the prompts that they were given. It's not because... I mean... Part of it is probably because they're just not good improv actors or good people to banter Mm -hmm. with. But majority of it was obviously because they were told, you're going to be actually interviewing people. Instead, they were thrown into what felt like a playground of celebrities being crazy and off the wall. Um, So piggybacking off Kevin, Lux was Mm -hmm. the outside segment. And Lux actually did pretty good. All in all, I would say no one did good at this challenge. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, this was clearly produced to be that way. Yeah. Um Lux did all right. She did fine. She like Kevin said, she rolled with the punches. She I think saw where it was going and was like, "Oh, okay. T. I see." Mm-hmm. Um
0: who was the third one in this group? Mistress she did the cooking, and she kind of got really thrown. She was really thrown. And uh, honestly, I don't blame... It, this is this is probably one of the hardest challenges they've done so far, because it is so clear that their prompt was, we want this to be like 50-50. We want this to be like a serious interview kind of thing. And they remember when they had... I, I'm thinking back to they interviewed Cher's mom. And, yes, and her uh, and, son. And... and Jocelyn Fox was like being funny in this bit and they were like that what you should never say that you should never say that mm-hmm. to anybody and Jocelyn was like oh I thought we are doing an acting skit <laughs> and so Mistress I think was afraid to go into an acting skit and stuck to the prompt
1: T really good referencing Kevin John thank you um yeah Mistress also did bad which was disappointing to see because we are Mistress stands. Mm-hmm. um but as we said, and as we'll keep saying, you'll see through our reviews the rest of this episode that no one really did good. Mm-hmm. So we we also got to a point in the episode where it was like an understanding of, oh, everyone's doing bad because mm-hmm. of production, mm-hmm. probably.
0: You know what's so funny? Also, what I love about Mistress, they didn't have a soundbite of her saying like, I could be in trouble this week. They, she really didn't give like an interview being like... I'm worried of for tomorrow. The, they didn't have anything to pull from of mm. her being like, oh, no, I stink. Like, literally, they showed her at one point being like, I'm super excited for today's runway. I'm going to kill it.
1: Tea. Yeah. So, love her confidence. Next now. group.
0: Um, next group we have is Frankie Grande.
1: Frankie Grande.
0: <laughs> this
1: was Lucy LaDuca. Mm-hmm. Was it?
0: Yeah. Lucy, Malaysia, and Anitra.
1: Lucy, Malaysia, and Anitra. Um, so Lucy LaDuca does the chair bit in the, like, living room. Nailed it. She nailed it. She killed it. I think
0: she... It honestly wasn't fun. Like, it wasn't, like, exciting and fun. But she really, like, committed to this, like, interviewee character which forced was, Frankie uh-huh. to
1: also commit to what she was serving. Yes. Yes, because Lucy really took control of that conversation yes. so that there wasn't an opportunity for it to go anywhere else but mm-hmm. what she was delivering.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, She she ate. She ate in this one. Oh, she yeah. She really ate. I, she, yeah, I really thought she was one of the best this week. Um, What I think was missing was the element of... She could have added a little bit of humor into it for me. For me. Um, She nailed it. Yeah. Um, We had Anitra who did the outside segment, um, which was, they were just walking around the trailers, which just was casual. This was fine. It was fine. This one was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was fine. It was fine. To me. And honestly, (laughs) it seemed like there wasn't enough about... Frankie Grande, that, like, the only question they kept asking was about him getting married. And I'm like, is this interesting? Um, Is this all that we have to pull from for Frankie Grande?
1: I mean, who is Frankie Grande other than Ariana Grande's
0: brother? Exactly. I would, I would like, and so if I'm in this acting skit, I would lean into maybe only asking questions like you could do a whole bit of like only asking questions about Ariana mm-hmm. and have the old whole, your whole interview be like yeah but what's Ariana's like favorite like color what was her favorite color when she was younger um so yeah but they just all asked about him being married mm. um so and then Malaysia was in the kitchen
1: Malaysia did the worst in yeah. this group yeah um she just could not get a ball rolling to save her life. Oh. It was very still. One of the one of the judge like judges men mm-hmm. judge judgments was that Frankie kind of led the interview more than she did, and he definitely did. It seemed yeah. like he was talking way more than she was. I agree. Um and it, it was clear that Frankie was also trying to give her zingers and she just wasn't grabbing those. Yes.
0: Um Yeah, and then the last group we have was uh, Marsha, 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 and uh, Sasha Kobe with Charo. Yes. So Marsha was the chair moment with Charo. <clears throat> um, this moment was very... Um, I thought Marsha had some of the stuff that Lucy had, just she wasn't as... she didn't fully step on the gas in the same way. Um, and they kept on doing cutaways of, like, Marsha being wide-eyed at what Chara was saying and coming to other girls being like, Marsha didn't know what Chara was saying.
1: Yeah, it was clear that they were trying to give Marsha this edit of like the poor little white girl who didn't know anything <laughs> talking to the Latin um superstar. <laughs> um Marsha did fine. Yeah. I don't really remember her interview to be no. honest. Um Sasha Colby did the kitchen cooking bit with Charo where they made a salad Mm -hmm. Um, in the beginning of this Sasha was thrown a little bit you could tell Mm -hmm. but she eventually warmed up and got into the swing of things yeah and I would say where Lucy did more of the challenge As far as like the acting goes, Sasha did more, it was more
0: personable. Yes. It felt like She was just having a conversation with Charo. Charo, Rather than an interview. Which I think at the end of the day was the challenge. And that's what why they were all led astray was they were told to do these. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? We'll get to that. Okay.
1: Um But yeah. So all in all boring main challenge TVH. yeah
0: yeah just like it, it, it didn't we didn't get to know anything more about these queens we didn't really get to see their acting chops or even their like interviewing chops it, 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 i don't know and also why do we need to see their interviewing chops i guess
1: unless we are actively looking for someone to replace RuPaul which, if you're doing
0: that, that needs to be a whole season. That needs yeah. to be, like... A separate se- thing. Se- RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 10. Heavy hitters. winner, Winner like, of this season. And it might not even have to be winners, but it could be all people that RuPaul has no, chosen it, to... It could be a mixture of yeah. people that, like,
1: Alyssa never Edwards. won, but... C- exactly. Shangela. Yeah. Like, who are winning in real life mm-hmm. of drag and, like... You see them constantly in pop culture, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that would be fierce. So, the runway theme we did the challenge, challenge was boring, like I said. Runway theme Night of a Thousand Beyoncé's. Wow. We live. What a letdown this was for me. <laughs> um, but I was Can you believe so, this is
0: have they ever done this before? I don't no, think they have. Can you believe they it?
1: They were doing the hell out of Madonna and I, I was know. like, no one cares. No one cares. Oh my god, do someone different. Yeah, nine of a thousand Beyoncés.
0: Um Alright, so you wanna just jump into the, the runway? Let's jump in. First up we have Lux uh sporting Uh, this Beyonce, Bob Mackie fringe moment looking absolutely This was the winner of the night for me, TBH. Yeah, no, she just absolutely looked perfect. Um, She uh, she really... I'm really a big fan of Lux.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I, I love her energy. I love that she is... She's, she's a younger queen. She is streamlined. She's refined. Mm-hmm. There's such
0: a finesse to her drag. She's great. This look, oh my God, give it to me. Yeah. You would look amazing in it. <laughs> Next up, we have Mistress Isabel Brooks serving Destiny's child realness. I this love was This was camp. This was
1: exactly what I expect from Mistress. Mm-hmm. Mama is beat. Mama is fitted in this gown. She has Michelle and Kelly <laughs> on her shoulders. <laughs> Literally. It's it's, it's, so it's so stupid. It's so, it's so stupid. It's so drag. It's so it's so like not what you would think uh-huh. on a night of a thousand celebrity, yeah. celebrity celebrity. Celebrity. Celebrity? <laughs> celebrity, but like coming out with the Destiny's Child members on her shoulders, you're like, duh. Yeah.
0: (coughs) Um, what would you do if you were doing Night of a Thousand Beyonces? Mm
1: -hmm. I'll answer it at the end of this. Okay,
0: wonderful. (laughs) Next up, we have Selena as titties serving uh, Beyonce at the Grammys. Selena has never, ever, ever looked better. Look, never, never. She looked. Amazing. She looked so. This
1: was the reference picture. This was giving me that exactly that. I Michelle said, "I love this honey hair on you," and I like the hair was gorgeous. She was beat. Um, the Grammys were like RuPaul heads, so it was draggy. (laughs) It was golden at the same time.
0: Like it was great. Yeah. Next up, we have Sasha Colby. Um, literally a direct recreation of this was Beyonce. Beyonce. Honestly
1: we thought it was beyonce if we didn't know anything about pop culture music drag and we were just like random like forest people who watched this specific episode and you were like this is beyonce and you showed me the reference picture i would believe you i'd be like oh
0: work yeah what's she doing in this competition show yeah no she's (laughs) she's amazing uh next up we have marsha Sir, I forget what this reference was. I think it was GLAD Awards. Glad Awards. Beyonce and a this
1: was giving me wet seal, GLAD Awards. It just wasn't good
0: to me. I and just Kevin's about to say other words. I no, I just think it wasn't it was such a obscure reference for Beyonce that like it couldn't be good. It you was know? so subdued. Yeah. If it,
1: it needed to it you needed to have like. Side. You needed an entire fucking fox on your shoulders. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, I just, it wasn't, uh, yeah, did, didn't like it. Um, next we have Anitra. Um, the cape, everything. What was this? This was, um, oh, we missed it. Malaysia. Malaysia baby doll fox. Um, honestly, This was one of the best Malaysias ever looked as well. Um, Yeah, I
1: really like this Malaysia look.
0: With the feather details on the shoulders. Yeah. No, this was... She looked amazing. This was a good week for her, look-wise. Lucy LaDuca, we have Serving Love on Top. Little um, rhinestone pantsuit. Something about this just didn't didn't hit. It...
1: I, I said this when we watched the episode. I wish the jacket was more purple mm-hmm. than pink. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't think this was the
0: choice either. Which I think is probably <coughs> why something what happened later on happened. Um, no, we did miss Anitra. Um, thoughts on Anitra's cape?
1: <laughs> um, just her cape because Kevin does not like her outfit. I just
0: don't like. I I I the 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 dress was. Could have been bigger. The cape
1: was the, um, the, moment. the moment for me. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, how do I make that? That material, the way it was bellowing. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous.
0: All right, so... That was it? That was it. We, we only have eight girls left. Oh my gosh. I know, isn't it crazy? We're halfway through the competition, which is crazy. Half the girls are, have gone home and half the girls are left. Um, Did you think about your answer for what you would do for Night of a Thousand Beyonce's? For my night? As he... <sighs> I was just yawning. Um, my Night of
1: a Thousand Beyonce's, I would do Dangerously in Love Beyonce. Mm. That like rhinestone like top that she's wearing. Like I. for me, what was meant and why I said oh, I was so disappointed was I wanted to see more iconic yes. Beyonce looks. Well, and like, yes, who are we to determine or like say what? Is or Uh is not the Beyonce look But I wanted like I wanted video phone Beyonce Like I wanted Uh I wanted um, single ladies Beyonce Like I wanted iconic Beyonce looks That were like Once again you're pulling in Audiences that are more Than just LGBTQ Mm -hmm. Plus People like you want them to also Be able to relate and go Oh yeah work I know that Beyonce look Mm -hmm. And it's also being associated with drag
0: work. You know what I mean? And that's such yeah. a
1: picky like thing.
0: But... Well, I, I mean, it's clear why no one chooses the direct big references is because they are afraid someone else is going to pick the same one. They don't want to relive the night of a thousand kimonos. Um, but swing big, go for go for the good reference and like make it the best. Period um all right so our s- safe girls this week are Marsha and Anitra yes I agree with that um yeah I think they were both safe um and our so our tops of the week are Sasha Lucy and Lux and our bottom three are mistress Malaysia and Selena estides um what were your thoughts on the, to- on the tops and who won? Um, well, do you want to say who won? Yes, so the winner of the challenge was Miss Sasha Colby receiving her third win of the season. Which um,
1: is crazy. Sasha Colby won. If we're doing the the pageant version of it, um, Lux was third. Mm-hmm. Lucy was second. Lucy was second. Sasha Colby won. Um, they're clearly trying to do this Jan mm-hmm. storyline for Lucy. Of, ah, better luck next time, Lucy. <laughs> okay, one moment.
0: He ball. He always leaves me to take phone calls. Is he coming back? I don't know if he'll be back. That, uh... I hope he comes back. Oh my gosh, he's back.
1: Um. So, like we said. Lux one third. Mm-hmm. Lucy, one second. She's getting the Jan treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha won first. Unpopular opinion, Uh-oh. and we talked about this. I really think Lucy could have won that one.. <gasps> Dead. Um Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Came back to life. I literally just saw a tweet about this and I thought, how funny that I saw this. It was like someone shared a TikTok of unpopular drag race opinions mm-hmm. and oh. one of them was talking about how I think we've allowed ourselves to put Sasha Colby already in this winner category mm-hmm. that we are not allowing ourselves to properly ju- properly judge her. Yes as a competitor amongst all of these other queens and we are counting out other like everyone else because we just assume sasha colby to be the winner of everything i sasha colby did an amazing job i do believe in this episode and for what the challenge was lucy did better
0: well i was just watching i was listening to a podcast i think it was drag her and um on it, <laughs> they said Sasha Colby on Dry Grace is like Lady Gaga competing on American Idol. Mm-hmm. It's you're right. We're not looking at Sasha from a different we're clearly looking at Sasha from a different lens. And it's clear they're also looking at Sasha from a different lens as well. In terms of this challenge, I think why Sasha won was because she's the only one who probably did what they were hoping more people would do. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just talk to the celebrity, learn like, and I think be yourself, be yourself. And because they did say, we loved when you threw the cards away. And so I think why she won is because what they really want is to find the girls that are, Oh, Oh, we're rolling with the punches. Cause that's what RuPaul does. RuPaul is not someone who comes in with cue cards to interview the girls in the workroom. Um, and if this was the test, I think they wanted to say, Sasha, you passed the test.
1: Which is fine. And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about how, as audiences, we are already so easily manipulated by the things that we see on television or the internet or, you know, whatever, this was a perfect moment for editors and producers to show that there are other competitors in the competition besides Sasha Colby. Because... We are all aware. We're Well, one, we're all aware that Drag Race was shot so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, it's not like live episodes. Yes. Production isn't stupid. They knew the impact that Sasha Colby was going to have on the viewers mm-hmm. and just the show in general. They know what they're doing giving Lucy the same edit that they gave Jan. Yes. They, it's. This isn't a coincidence it's, that, yeah. like, if you're watching this at home, it's not a coincidence that, like, Oh, yeah. oh my god, this is like oh, Jan god. all over again. No, they know what they're doing. It's there there is a format. There is a a syllabus to how they produce these episodes. Can I give you
0: my hot take? Give it to me. If anyone else besides Lucy or Marsha did amazing, they would have won they w- I don't think they want would have wanted to give Sasha her third win right now but what they weren't going to do was give Lucy a second win because I don't think they have intentions of Lucy going to the finale Team. and I don't I can't think of anyone who's ever had <laughs> two wins that hasn't made it to the finale off the top of my head I'm sure there's some, there's an example but
1: the reality is though I, I've, mm-hmm. I've come on this podcast every time we've done it and said I am
0: not a Lucy LaDuca fan. Mm-hmm. Lucy should have won that yes. challenge. And I, I agree too from what I saw. But and that's one of the things where it's like do, is the runway mattering? Does the runway matter? Did we choose that the runway matters this week mm-hmm. and not another week? Not an- Exactly. Exactly. So, because if you're taking the runway Sasha killed the runway whereas Lucy didn't kill the runway. But when Lucy won the Snatch Game, I don't think she killed the runway that week. Mm. So it's like, T. we need Drag Race to be fair. <laughs> it's, it's, not I, about,
1: it's not about it being fair. No. I think it's it's more about being able to walk away watching it mm-hmm. and, and being true yeah. to our opinions and thoughts. It, did I, am I out of storage on my phone?
0: crazy, you crazy, crazy girl. Um, For y'all, we, are, we filmed some of this podcast. We filmed some of it, so that's like why I was checking.
1: Um, it's about being true to your opinions, mm-hmm. but also being unbiased as yes. well. And we can't allow ourselves to sit here no matter how much we love and idolize mm-hmm. Sasha Colby. And not hold mm-hmm. her accountable to when well, she's not doing her best.
0: But and that, but and that's the thing that's crazy though, is because I just wish then that they did it through the whole. Like, cause I go back to the girl group episode, the old, the golden girl group, where they did the heavy metal group, and Aura won, but Sasha won. Sasha, Sasha was, won that, yeah. But they didn't. I, it was clear that they didn't want to give her this other win because they knew she was going to be killing it the rest of the season. Yes. So then now it makes me go, is this the? It, it just there's always like is that the win that they deserve? And I, if we're thinking that at home, then it means also in the room that that, that's what's being talked about. Yeah. And so, yeah, no duh. Lucy has this edit of like, I, I should be in the top. I should win. They're probably like, there's probably stuff that is edited out that really does have Lucy going, but I killed it in Daytona wins. But we watched Daytona wins and Lucy had one and a half lines. Yeah, So it's not... All this, all this is founded. At the end of the day, it's a TV show, and what the hard part about it is when there's a lip sync for your life. It's sometimes easier to be like you. It's hard to edit out someone killing it versus someone not killing it. But these challenges leave so much to editing. So I agree, Lucy could have won. Our bottom two of this week, Mistress. Were are obviously Malaysia, Malaysia, and, Malaysia Selena. and Selena because Mistress wasn't going home. No. Like that was. But she I'm came sure that, out with Destiny's Child off her shoulders. She was ready, ready. Honey.
1: But I'm sure there were viewers at home that was like, "Uh oh, Mistress is going to be lip singing." I, no, she
0: wasn't. Like I really thought they were going to do Malaysia versus Mistress. No, honey, I knew they weren't. Mistress has been killing it. I know, but like I also think Mistress would have slayed a single. She would have, but yeah. it would not have made sense. I agree.
1: When Selena has is on her last leg well selena will be going home selena and <laughs> that mark our uh, words
0: if we are wrong but and and i hope that selena went into the next episode really being like i'm going home i'm going like i hope she commits to having so much fun on this next episode because it, it, the writing is literally on the wall but we have a lip sync to single ladies thank you for lip sync songs that like like this was a lip sync song yeah like, I'm like, why? At the end of the day, most of these <laughs> lip sync songs on Drag Race, I'm not going into the bar and hearing que- queens lip sync to them. Yeah, no. S- Single Ladies is one, so that was a, a perfect. So choice. much fun so, fun, so
1: high energy. Um, I would just say they queens when when they're doing lip syncs. They can't let the adrenaline get to them. And this she is did, something yeah. that I literally talk to Kevin about all the time Dipsies, in his doopsies. performing. Is not letting the adrenaline get to you and feeling like you need mm-hmm. to throw all of your eggs out of the fucking basket. Yeah. And that's what happens with these yeah. queens sometimes. Is they, is they get to a point where they're they're starting to do the same moves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, beca- it's messy. It starts to get yeah. messy because they're like, I have to give everything
0: I have. Sel- Selena did get messy towards the end where she could have pulled it back she hit it hard from the jump and she won from the beginning and i think she was afraid of letting them see that her energy dropped that she just started giving too much energy and it wasn't clean anymore but i think malaysia from the beginning of the lip sync realized she wasn't going to win and you could see it in her performance and
1: malaysia went home and malaysia went home selena stays another week one more week <laughs> one more week which means we know who our top six is right um yeah and that is our episode that is
0: episode 10 of drag
1: race um
0: any final thoughts no no, sleepy, that was the sleepy pup um alright well stay tuned uh sorry sorry this didn't come out on Sunday these usually drop on Sunday um and stay tuned, we'll have Saudi Arabia, Brandon, KJ, and BB talk about Saudi Arabia, part one, dropping this week on Friday. So, stay tuned for that. Period. All right. Oh, and leave us a review, and, or tell a friend about us, or, um, I don't know, listen to it twice. Um, <laughs> we love you, and thanks for listening. Bye. KJ and BB.
1: Button.